Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. It is once again that time. Yeah, what time is it? Well, it's 10 o'clock Eastern time on this October 12th in the year of our Lord 2019. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI from... The Minneapolis. Did I move to Minneapolis? <laughs> Minneapolis, excuse me. Oh... Anyways, actually from the Northern Command Studio here in Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon. And out there in Queens, where I bet it isn't snowing, (laughs) it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. And uh, I believe by presidential decree, decree, the name of your uh, metropolitan area has been changed to something unpronounceable. (laughs) You know, he wouldn't be the first one that has done that. I've had passengers, actually, who have uh, <clears throat> misspoke. So, taking them to the airport and what have you. How do you like it here in Minneapolis or Minneapolis? We have a street well, in Fort Lauderdale called Las Olas Boulevard, spelled L-A-S-O-L-A-S. Could not have been simpler. It was a hoot and a holler every night to listen to how that was mangled. Los Alamos. We're going to Los Alamos Boulevard or o- Solas Boulevard or it's Los Olas. It's it, it's it's a seven letter word and three of the letters repeat. It ain't that tough. But anyway, here we try are. To make it, yeah, try to make it more than it really is. That's what it is. Oh, and yes, we'll have a lot to talk about uh, about uh, El Presidente's uh, trip here too the uh, great white north well almost white north oh god i we'll definitely tell, have observations with that well tell the kids but, and kittens what's going on outside your door right now if they didn't see the well, tweet if you didn't see the tweet well i got about six seconds worth of it's snowing and actually it's starting to cover up vehicles it's a little bit more pronounced than it was when i took that shot so yes, we are getting snow. Nothing near for no, nothing near forecasted for us, like it is out west of here, out here, out in places like Bismarck and Fargo, North Dakota, where uh, it is a virtual winter winter hellhole right winter? now. I don't want to oh. say winter. I don't want to see winter wonderland. It is a winter hellhole, and it is far too soon for this stuff, if you will. Oh man! So what's been going on in your life this last? Week? Uh, I got a new phone. You got a new phone. Aren't I got a new special? phone. You know, what kind? 
I, I love my iPhone 6. I really did. It was the right size. Everything was right about it. But over the last couple of months, the battery's been fading. The connection port has not been working right. This The glass is chipped. Well, that's my fault. And I've reached the end of the software upgrades for this particular model. If you'd stop throwing the damn thing. Uh... Mm, I'm, I'm considering that, but it's it's low on the priority list right now. So I've been I, I've been researching it. I've been thinking about it about about getting a new phone. I did not. I was not going to get the eleven, the newest one. After all my okay. research, uh, and actually I confirmed it yesterday. I was picking up my car at the mechanic, and by the way, we'll be talking about my mechanic in the second hour. What a wonderful, wonderful man this guy is turning out to be. Anyway, so his two high school do- teenage daughters are there. Uh, as I'm as I'm paying and, and checking out yesterday, and I said to them, "You you know more about this stuff than I do." I said, "What would be your opinion?" And they asked me a few important questions: "What's important to you?" Blah blah blah. And they both agreed. Probably the la- the first thing they've agreed on in years. They said, "Get the get the ten R. Don't get the eleven. You don't need it." I said, "Excellent. That's where I was going anyway." So I got the iPhone 10R or XR. I don't know how to pronounce it, but but it's 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 I'm still playing with it. I've had it barely 24 hours now. Uh, it doesn't have the home button though, which I'm I'm getting accustomed to. There's there's you know the screen's a little bigger. Yeah, and actually on the screen. Yeah, you, you got to do motions. You got to swipe it a, a particular way, and you know, and you know, I had a girlfriend like that too. But that's another story for their time well i am one of uh <laughs> right over his head three, three. i no, i got it i'm sorry oh okay. excuse me hold on hold on i will give it its due here thank you, thank you. there there you're welcome now we i am uh, actually now that i think about it in the immediate household here uh we are at uh three samsungs and two apples Granny Annie and uh, and Baby Mama are both uh, are both Apple iPhone Apple gals. users. Apple gals. Yeah, there you go. And um, the fake Uber driver, my stepson, and myself were all Samsung guys. So okay, uh, well, you know, it happens in the best of families. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'll tell you what. If you want to jump in and liven this conversation. Come on in, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Hold on. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, Also, as always, if you can call Collect from a payphone, uh, just push the zero button. But it's still not too late to answer the question that John put out, that we put out on Twitter last week. you call oh, us by phone. That's right. No, nobody answered the question. So, uh, John, you want to reiterate the question, or should I? Go. You go right ahead. Well, uh, John put out there uh, last week during the first hour. I mentioned twice what floor I was broadcasting from in the Radio TFI uh, Command Center at the center that was of the, the Executive University. Headquarters. The, yeah. Well, I was getting there. You know. Oh, okay. I was getting there. Just, just uh, chilling, chilling. Uh, right. And the executive headquarters, the corporate suite, the corporate headquarters. 
So if you know what floor I was on, and it's available there, the answer is available on SoundCloud. Uh, but you, you, we, we'll give you one of those nice t-shirts, which, by the way, neither John or I have yet. We don't have those t-shirts yet. Shh, that was that was supposed to be a behind the scenes thing. Oh, oh you see, I was gonna, I was literally going to give them the shirt off of my back. Oh yeah, yeah. John's wearing his right now, but I I won't <laughs> go that close to it. Completely so anyway, toss stains and uh... you. <laughs> let's let's move on to less tasteful Shit. things. Oh, I fl- oh, I fl- I I flipped the coin, and mm-hmm. let. Let's go with politics. You want to go with politics first? I, I don't want to, but... Well, okay, well, then. Well, for those of you outside of uh, Minneapolis, your Cheeto in charge paid Minneapolis. us a visit. Yeah, there. He paid us a visit. He uh, came to the Twin Cities here and spent... Uh, Roughly 45 minutes of his speech talking about boo-hooing about the whole impeachment process. And it's, it's, I've come to realize that the more he talks about being impeached and how, how bad it is and how bad we're treating him and, and blah, 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 blah. The more he talks about it, it just seems like, the more people want to pile on. Well, I think uh, the most interesting thing this week was a Fox News poll. A Fox poll showed whoa. that fi- that 51% of those polled didn't want to see him impeached, but removed from office. This is a Fox poll, kids and kittens. So I imagine the number was actually higher, you know, and they only call people with landlines and uh, and uh, CB radios. Uh <laughs> So, I, I mean, that was impressive. And a side note, another Fox News news, Shepard Smith unexpectedly stepped down yesterday. Uh, I didn't watch Fox News a lot, but in the afternoon, if I stumbled across him, I, I, I would watch him for a little while. He was fair. And uh, unlike the primetime people on Fox, you, you've got Chris Wallace, you've, you had Shepard Smith. There's a couple other folks who are actually real journalists. And just report stuff straight down the middle. It's good or bad, you know, whatever it is, it is what it is. They're not making mm-hmm. up stories and, and putting spin on things. Uh, Rupert, Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox News, was paid a visit by one attorney, General William Barr, on Thursday night. Or maybe it was earlier in the week. Uh, and then before you know it, uh, there's Shepard Smith resigning. I'm sure he had a little pressure put on him. Apparently, the nighttime people, the Laura Ingrams, the Tucker Carlsons of the world, didn't like the fact that this guy would be a little snarky towards them uh, and about them. You know, and they oh, whined. They got upset about it? Yep, yep, yep. No, and they boo-booed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he says he, you know, he made the decision on his own, which which from what I'm reading, what I'm hearing, it sounds like he probably, he was probably given some kind of ultimatum you need to change this you need to apologize and he probably said no i don't want to do that i just as soon step down and uh and so shepherd smith shepherd smith in uh um in essence was probably the 
fair and balanced that Fox News used to. Do they still claim that? I don't know. No, uh, no, no. Well, him and Chris no. Wallace, and again, there's a few other that I can't name off the top of my head, but, you know, they're, again, they're, they're straight down the line journalists. How they could tolerate it being there, I don't know, but, but be that as it may, uh, they do a pretty good job of it, and they don't, you know. Anyway, let me give you some. Let me give you some numbers here from the uh, sure. the Trump the Trump rally the uh, where they did. I understand they did apply for a toxic waste per, uh, permit. Did you see that? That tweet just took off. My goodness, I am virtually patting myself on the back right now you, for that. You one. should, you should. But when I saw it after we spoke, it only had about two hundred nineteen likes. You claimed a little higher number. No, no, it was because that goes down after time. It, it cycles, if you will. Sure. It does. Sure. Let me give you some numbers here. Give um, us some numbers. Well, the president claimed uh, uh, 20,000 plus, calling it a new record. It's possible, but it hasn't been confirmed. Uh, the arena's published capacity is uh, 19,356. There were upper, excuse me, they were empty seats in the upper rows, but there were also a few hundred people standing on the floor. Target center management did not respond when they were looking, when they were asking for a official count. Can you, can you uh, talk about the weather on uh, the other day in many, in many, many Ippy Ippiapolis? Oh, yes. Oh, I know exactly what he's referring to. So, uh, when Trump was here, the uh, the heavens were crying for us up here, and it was cloudy, it was murky, it was raining. Uh, typical typical day that you'd expect in New York City. Hey, <laughs> something sounds familiar to that, huh? <laughs> Did we do this last week? Is this a repeat from last week? Are you we live? Are we live, or is this a rerun? I'm, I'm it's never more <laughs> There you go. Uh, no, it was uh, yeah, very cloudy, murky, rainy, ick kind of day. And then Trump showed up. So, yeah, but but the pictures that came out of the lines of people, yeah, there were Beautiful, pictures being funny. being put out there. Here's the line outside the arena. A, I didn't realize the Target Center was in the middle of a cornfield. Mm-hmm. B, it showed a bright sunny day, which John just told us uh, that ain't what happened. Yep. Well, you know what they, uh, you know what they say. What happens when you lie? Oh, you're going straight to hell for mm. that one. So, oh, some of the so the length of his speech was one hour, 45 minutes. Would you call it a speech or more of a rant? Uh, I call it a bunch of BS spewing, if you want to know the honest to God's truth. Oh, but, but, uh, oh by the way, I'm, I'm holding to my to my word the other day on Twitter. I'm, I got a rant coming up. Okay. Is it is it related to uh, the Cheeto in charge? Or no, no, is no. It, uh... No, it's an Uber thing. Oh, it's an Uber thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't hardly wait here. <clears throat> the time devoted to Ilhan Omar, the representative from uh, uh, Minnesota, was six minutes. 
during that time, her image was projected on the overhead electronic scoreboard as people booed her. Uh, references to Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry nine times, but the president never said his name. Uh, number of jabs at the mainstream media, eight direct hits, and other more general references while talking about D.C. Democrats. <sighs> number of Fox News uh, personalities mentioned. He named 12 different Fox News anchors while talking about how he saw Kroll on the Fox and Friends talking about the uh, police uh, uniform dispute in Minneapolis. By the way, if uh, you didn't know about that, the police chief of uh, Minneapolis said that if you are an off-duty officer planning on standing by behind the president like they were in the red shirts, uh, you weren't, you do not use your uniform. You do not wear your uniform. So, Oh, I, Oh, wait a second. Was, was this what he was talking about? Uh, also thank the Minneapolis police department. They have been <laughs> so incredible what they've done. <laughs> I'm so, ready for everything today. Oh, I, Hey, good, good for you. Good job. Um, <laughs> oh, here's the pat on the head. On the scratch behind the ear. All right. There you go. You good now? Right. Right, right. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was right. only one arrest for damage to property issued and one citation for disorder, disorderly conduct outside the arena. What? <laughs> and apparently there was a glitter bomber that got uh, inside. He tossed it the direction of Trump. Uh, he missed, unfortunately. <laughs> this guy, uh, I guess, filled a Pringles can full of gold-covered glitter. Uh, of course, he was boasting about it on social media. You know, I, I hate to, I hate to say it, but you folks that do this kind of stuff, glitter bombing and the like, you know, get off my team. We really, we really have serious matters. Yeah, you can chuckle about it. But um, stop it, you know. Just go go back to Mama's basement or something. <laughs> uh, anyways, oh, there was a little uh, controversy from it. Apparently, before um, uh, before Trump actually got up and started spewing this garbage, uh, there was uh, the they were playing Purple Rain in the arena the uh estate for the late uh, artist didn't like that no i can uh, imagine mostly the trump campaign said they weren't uh, ever going to do that uh, but they lied they did play no Rain, which is arguably one of prince's uh most popular songs there if and as a so. as a minnesota native and mm -hmm. and also as a as a uh, a native the of Minneapolis, you know, yeah, it's a uh, it's a big thing for him. Um, just just staying with 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 the Trumpster for a second, the number two at the at at, uh, at the State Department resigned. Uh, Mike Pompeo is turning out to be just as big a liar as 
as uh, Trump. And let's let's not forget Rudy, 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 <laughs> Rudy. You're oh. si- let let let's be clear on what transpired here. So he's sitting there with these two Ukrainian whatever they are. These guys are scheduled to appear before Congress. Rudy has lunch with them. And then they go to the airport to get on the plane back to Ukraine with one-way tickets. Rudy is scheduled to go to Ukraine the next day. I mean, <laughs> what, what what is it that... I, I Rudy, Rudy Giuliani has become the biggest shiny object to... to distract people's attention from everything else and well, he, uh, he's gonna I mean, go from uh he's gonna go from america's uh, mayor to america's convict if things keep up the way they are i remember he's gonna be uh taking a test by the very de- uh, uh department he used to head the southern mm. district of new york the uh state's attorney there or the federal whatever that is uh <coughs> excuse me a- and and he is just digging, digging, digging holes. There are uh, countless instances of him incriminating himself, audio and video. Uh, I, I mean, Trump as well, but but Rudy is just, I mean, this this was movie stuff. This is movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will be a blockbuster once it's all said and done. Absolutely. Everything, everything I've been reading the past few days the people that seem to know more about this than any anybody else or at least more than me i should say uh the 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 prompt uh, the persistent thinking seems to be trump will resign before christmas you think so i don't know this is what this is what i'm reading and uh mm. there there's an anonymous source uh on Twitter, it's called. He's called the Angry Staffer. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. works at the White House. You know, take it with a grain of salt. It seems to know what what he or she what they're talking about. And we'll come on. I think it's every Friday, and take questions. Any question for thirty minutes or an hour, and mm-hmm. it's some very interesting stuff and stuff that seems to play out. So it's. According to this person, and I've read some other things uh, along the way, uh, it, it really seems like by Christmas he might be gone. Uh, yeah, he'll probably walk pre- away. He'll probably walk away scot free. The kids won't. But of course, we all know he'll throw everybody under the bus. Of course, and even his kids. So, what do you think? You think he's going to negotiate his way through? Okay, I'll resign if you just. Uh, I think he will. Let... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I don't it, know. It, if you look what happened, Lindsey Graham finally crawled out from under Trump's ass and derided him for the whole Ukraine thing. And I'm sorry, Lindsey, little, you know, he's oh, our prayers go to the the poor Kurds in Syria. It's a little late for that, Lindsey. You know, you uh. You, you, what he needs to do is just resign. He needs to resign. He has become so ineffective. He has whatever whatever it is Trump has on him. Okay? And it must mm-hmm. be something big. 
It's got to be something big. I hope it's not just that he's gay because that seems to be the the worst kept secret in the world anyway. Nobody cares. Exactly. Nobody cares. But whatever yeah. it is, get in front of it, Lindsay. Put it out there. Yeah. Get in front of it. Get out from under his thumb. Okay? Resign. Retire. Do whatever you got to do. But you are just hurting yourself. You're not helping anybody here. Uh, mm-hmm. you, but this is also indicative of now you've got Republicans are starting to shy away. They're starting to slowly back away from Trump. And I think what you're going to see, and this is my, my personal opinion, based on very little uh, other than what I read and experience, uh, I, I think McConnell is finally going to his another one who needs he needs to be in jail. Uh, <laughs> but he's going to uh, have to realize he, he will say, well, we got what we needed out of Trump. We got the tax breaks and uh, we got that and uh, we, we don't need him anymore. And he'll he'll allow that impeachment to go through to the Senate. And they'll uh, they'll bounce him out. And that's what Trump is. That's what McConnell's going to go to Trump with. He's going to say, "You can either resign, or we'll boot you out. Your choice." Well, and it, and none of it matters because Pence or whoever comes in next and pardons him, Trump still has the the state of New York to deal with. Oh yeah, and tr- and Pence can't do anything uh, nope. in that. Uh... Pence goes too. President Pelosi. Is yeah. uh, Pence, well, one, Pence one will not hope. Pence will not be able to stand. He can barely stand the scrutiny now. He's got enough dirt on him. He's mm-hmm. not answering questions. He's you know. Look, they're all filthy with this. So seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you're uh, want to get in here on the conversation, uh, you can also text. Uh, a response, a reply, or whatever. If you don't want to uh, come on, uh, come on the horn with us, uh, or you could send something here to uh, uh, the Twitter at Taxi Stand Hour. So the doors are all open, folks. So. You could actually email us at Ed at RadioTFI.com. That's a for real. Actually, John at RadioTFI.com. Absolutely, those are yep, for real. It. Those are for real email addresses that we hardly ever use, but. But they're waiting for you. There you are. They are there. uh, Hey, there's some actually some good news coming out of this. So, well, um, speaking of Prince, uh, his uh, venue there, uh, Kitty Corner from Target Center, uh, First Avenue, uh, they they put on a fundraiser. You know, people stumbling out of Target Center and actually going into First Avenue. Uh, so by the uh, way, is that what it's called? First Avenue? First Avenue. Yes. Is it on first Avenue or yes. It's on the corner of, uh, first Avenue and seventh street. Okay. I don't, I don't know the layout. So that's why I'm asking. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, it's the old Minneapolis Greyhound bus depot from back in the day. Ah, quite, quite the venue. One of the most popular venues uh, here in the twin cities. What is it? A nightclub or. Yeah. The nightclub, uh, a lot of very popular artists got their start there, or at okay. least made stops there. And uh, they, you should, um, you should Google it sometime. The 
uh, wall outside of uh, First Avenue has stars painted on it with various artists who have uh, played at that uh, venue. Oh, okay. But yeah, very cool place. I'm done interrupting but, you now. I, I doubt that, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, for this topic, I am okay. But they announced that they donated uh, eighteen thousand one hundred and sixty-six dollars to uh, Planned Parenthood North. Oh. So pic picture all that money that was going from uh, those people that were spewing out of the uh, out of Target Center going in there and having themselves a cold bear. And uh, that money's going to Planned Parenthood, baby. Well, that's nice. Gotta love it. That's, that's Gotta nice. love it. That's nice. What else we got there, Skippy? Well, let's see. Are you ready to actually jump into the industry, or are sure, you sure anything we're going on here? Sure. Well, first of all, Overstock closed at thirty dollars and thirteen cents, up a little, just a tick. While Lyft closed on Friday at thirty nine dollars and forty eight cents, again up just a, a snug. Yeah, very, very good. Wow, Thank you were just on. Keep you in mind, just on the spot. Keep in mind, November sixth is. Uh, lockout day for uber that's when all the people that are sitting on stocks the insiders the uh, venture capitalists that's when they can get they can sell their stocks they can't do it now they have to wait till november 6th and watch that this thing plummet watch it plummet it will go down easily 20 percent easily i was just gonna i was just gonna say if you thought you had a number um 20 percent Oh, let's see. What do we got here? Oh, how about this? Uh, there was news that came out of Fresno, uh, California, that a man that was accused of several sex crimes, inc including being a primary suspect in a brutal 1996 uh, rape and murder, was confirmed as being a former Lyft driver. So how those uh, how those background checks work in there for you folks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in in other news, apparently over in the UK, Uber is fighting to. Long story short, they have something called the VAT, the Value Added Tax, which mm -hmm. uh, is paid on on taxi rides. Uh, Uber is trying to work a deal, which they're not going for. Uh, it, it appears that they may be liable for up to a billion pounds in back Jeez. taxes. So, how's that working out for you, kids and kittens, uh, Dara and Tony West? And uh, by the way, Tony, the fact that I, I think is he is the brother-in-law of uh, Kamala Harris, they're related. Uh, Tony West, the attorney for... Uh, the, the head of legal for Uber. Right. And now, Kamala as I Harris. understand it, I read something because I wanted to, I was ready to smash uh, uh, Kamala Harris for, uh, for this, involved. you know, saying, listen, get, uh, you know, get off our side and don't expect my vote type thing. But apparently she is, uh, from what I understand, has very much separated herself from that whole fray. Uh, so you can't you can't help to who you're related to, unfortunately. You can't no, but your no, but she was on the different side of the Uber thing. 
earlier. Don't look. I like her, and I I, I wouldn't be entirely disappointed if she was elected president. That being said, I can't see myself supporting her just because she supported uh, this cancer, not only on our industry but but on on the planet in general. Back when uh, back in the day. Hey, now I doubt that if, if this is going to happen, I, and for whatever reason, I didn't download the story into my pocket, if you will. But apparently in L.A., they are looking, this would actually make uh, driving for Uber and Lyft palatable, except uh, I don't still don't think it's enough. But apparently the one city council, I think it's the city council manager there in L.A., is suggesting that Uber pay their drivers a minimum. And I'm, I'm sure it's Uber and Lyft, but they pay their drivers a minimum of, of $30 per hour. And uh, it was ba- actually based on not only what would be a living wage, they figured that uh, that would be $15 an hour. I don't think $15 an hour in California is really a living wage, but... A, it's a start, but they're also talking about the fact that they need another $15 an hour for expenses. Shocking. Can you, can you believe that? Somebody am, finally talking. Somebody finally talking about uh, the fact that, hey, you know what? It costs money to provide hey, that. Hey, uh, and you know, and you know what? There's such a thing as a business model, and there's such a thing as looking at at, at, at flooding the market. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not a minimum wage that is needed. Hmm. The taxi industry went how many years without a minimum? Didn't need a minimum wage. Sure. We met, Hey, look, you had good days, bad days. But mm-hmm. the amount of work was out there. And I'm not going to go into the whole what – you know, look, we've discussed ad nauseum on, on this program what the taxi industry needs. We know it needed a good swift kick in the butt. Anyway, but you cannot add 100,000 vehicles to a market. And because it's, ha- well, here's what's happening in New York. Uber and Lyft now, <clears throat> excuse me, because they are obligated to pay a minimum amount of money. So now they shut guys down if it's not busy. I was reading the other day, some one guy, oh, I haven't been able to work with, work for Uber for three days because it hasn't been busy enough. So and look, you realize I don't, that they're doing that on purpose. They're doing well, that yeah. on purpose. No, no, they no. Want. They're no, they're being told this is gonna happen. It, this is, there's no secret about this. This yeah. is a new thing with them. When it's not busy, only ex- certain people will be allowed to work. You know, mm-hmm. your you, whatever your uh, acceptance rate, your blah blah blah, your rating, uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever the the conditions are, a- and so these clowns are out there. You know, the whole idea is to keep them from riding around empty, which is yeah. exactly what's happening anyway. Mm-hmm. But well, everybody, ke- everybody not- keeps saying the same thing: you need to get these cars off the street. You dump a hundred and something thousand cars. On the streets, which not only destroyed the taxi business, but look, traffic in this city is nightmarish to begin with. Mm -hmm. And yet you see all these Uber cars. My 
God, it is, it is, you want to pull what's left of your hair out because you talk about bad drivers and inconsiderate and just dopey. No one can understand why. And this seems to be all these uh, TLC, uh, not TLC drivers, TNC drivers. Mm-hmm. They'll be, they'll pull over to pick somebody up. They'll be, uh, say, it'll be a, by a fire hydrant. Fine. I, that's not the issue. But you got at least two car lanes there. Pull into the curb. No, no, no. They'll sit about three quarters into a through lane. So now traffic has yeah. to squeeze around them. Ah! <laughs> Did I ask you how you really felt this morning? <laughs> Oh, can I do my rant now? Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Rock. I thought you just did your rant. Oh, but, no, uh, no. That wasn't the rant. No, here's the rant. Now, there was an article this week. Uh, and my computer is frozen up. Anyway, uh, Uber wants to begin uh, using self-driving cars in, in Big, oh. D, Big D Dallas. I got this story yeah. from a certain, certain uh, radio personality. Oh, that was that was you, John. Yeah. Uh, I I don't have to read the story, other than the headline, which says at Dallas Town Hall, Uber says self-driving cars will be quote better, cheaper, and safer unquote. Have we not? <laughs> oh, man. Have we not already demonstrated that autonomous vehicles? We're not ready for that. It's not ready. You, they tried this in Pittsburgh. They tried uh, wherever else they tried. It's not working. As long as you have a human being in that car, it is not ready. It is not going to. By the way, Uber, let's say you miraculously figure out a way to make all this happen. And in a year, presuming you're still in business, You've managed to put all of your cars autonomous. And let's just even say one city, Dallas, Big D. Guess what? Now you own all of these vehicles. Now you are responsible for all these vehicles. You're responsible for maintenance, insurance. Oh, by the way, we didn't even mention James River. (laughs) We'll get to that. James River Insurance Company. right. I forgot (laughs) about that. (laughs) Oh, we'll get there. Uh, I mean, the, the big key with autonomous cars is going to be insurance and responsibility. Who's responsible? We've discussed this before. Uh, you run over somebody on a bicycle. Was it you? Was it, uh, what was it? The, who's at fault? Who's liable? Is it the owner of the vehicle? Is it the uh, people that put it to, that built the car? Is it the, the person who wrote the software? Is it the person that maintains the car? They have to determine Who's going to be liable? And then insurance has to kick in and and write policies and all that. We are nowhere close to this being. And it will not be better, cheaper, and safer. It will not. Not in our lifetime. There is not one person reading this. Definitely not cheaper. Because Mm -hmm. if they, if Uber gets what they claim to be their ultimate goal, so now you're going to have all the drivers are gone. You would have eliminated taxis if they get what they want or what they claim they mm-hmm. want. So now you've got the market to yourself. You're not you're not regulated by the government. 
so you can set your prices like you're doing right now anywhere you like and those the 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 the, the wankers out there who believe that this is the future you're out of your stinking minds you're out of your stinking minds because i'll tell you what your autonomous johnny cab can't help you your autonomous johnny cab is not going to sit there and hold your hand honey after the boyfriend broke up with you, he's not gonna, Johnny Cab is not going to pull tissues out and listen to you. Okay? Maybe uh, in the year 2525. But, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I am hopeful that the people in the city of Dallas, which, by the way, is my least favorite city on the planet. And I, I say that. I don't fear anything in Dallas because I'm never going back. Been there a couple times. Those are stories for another time. I hate Dallas. I hate their football team. Okay. I hate the city itself. But even those people don't deserve what's about to be unleashed on them. Self-driving car. Ask the bicycle rider in Phoenix how that worked out for her. Oh, you can't. Mm -hmm. She's dead. She's dead right now. So... Better, cheaper, and safer. I'm hoping right now we're beyond the point where people just take everything Uber says as gospel truth. You know, uh, let's yeah, face it, right. kids. I absolutely hope it's uh, that's let's coming. Face, they have a history now. They have a history that anybody can look at. I have conversations with people all the time as I meet them. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, Uber drove me out of business. Oh, Uber this. I spend, I spend five minutes telling them things that most people don't know about uber about this ride share business ride hail it's not ride share it's ride hail of course mm -hmm. john and i know a lot more about it because we're involved in it we it's affected us and pretty much anybody listening to this program or at least this hour of it understands you know more than the uh, the, the average citizen but all I have to do is explain a couple things to them. Usually the insurance situation, like, oh, by the way, if you're not in New York City, there is no insurance. But even here in New York, speaking of insurance, <clears throat> James River Insurance Company this week decided, hey, you know what? It's, uh, it's not good for us anymore, which is funny. So for, for people who don't know who uh, or who James River is, why don't you give a a brief summary there james river is the insurance company that wrote all the bogus insurance for uber and left it as a matter of fact uh one of the more interesting things that we learned in uh in beautiful uh in the sunshine state was that although the state and the various counties permitted uber to operate uh james river insurance company was not permitted to write insurance in the state of florida and yet amazingly they were allowed allowed to cover it was all scamming it was all bribery it was all but james river insurance has finally come to the conclusion that they're losing money it's not worth it with with uber anymore so they bailed out which is you know this is the pot calling the kettle black and uh anyway i'm done tapping out wow hey well i'm gonna add something to that <sighs> uh I'm that wonderful ramp here. Oh, you feel better? Go, go wipe your forehead off. You were, uh, <laughs> you were at it there. You know what I'm going to do? I'm putting on my big comfy socks. That's what I'm doing. Well, I, Hey, there you go. You deserve it. 
Anybody, okay, hearing this story and knowing of uh, Uber's ultimate attempt to uh, flood the streets uh, with uh, autonomous vehicles, and you're driving for Uber now, you got to ask yourself, why? Why? You realize, okay, you found, you gotten, you got behind the wheel for Uber, and you found, hey, I actually like this. I actually... Uh, I actually can make enough for a couple peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. Hey, I like this. I like meeting the people. I don't mind if occasionally somebody pukes in the backseat of my car where I haul my three-year-old child in. Hey, I like this stuff. And you want to make a career out of it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, whatever, but still. Uh, why? Why? At this Uber. point, at this point, and, and I'm interrupting you br- very briefly, you have to ask why at this point. Again, the history is there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, well, John. I apologize. Yeah, here's the thing: they want to. Their ultimate goal is to put you and your brand new Prius uh, out. You know, the, hey, we don't need you anymore, and. Um, there you go, man. You're out on, you know, you, you've made a career of this, you know, you've been, uh, assuming Uber, uh, lasts this long. You've been at this for 10 years, maybe. And, uh, all of us, Uber wants to put you out of business. Once you doesn't need you anymore, we're going to have these self-driving cars. So, um, I'll tell you, I, I really don't know why people, are driving for Uber and Lyft right now. A very few people, very few people, have made uh, have managed to make a, a a living at it. I will. I mean, what they've done is they have taken some of the contacts that they've met. They've turned them into personals. So you sure. find people that don't necessarily mind the fact that you need a little bit more than the chump change that Uber's charging. And yes, we've talked about. Uh, We've talked about the fact that Uber isn't necessarily a cheaper alternative than taxis oh, no. anymore, but uh, it's still a couple shekels less than than uh, taxis when we're not talking about surge pricing, which the driver doesn't get any of that anymore. At this point, the driver gets the same whether it's surging or not. Right, exactly. So, oh, they, oh, they, oh, I forgot. They do give them a little bonus here. There, oh, here's mm. two extra dollars. Yeah, hey, that's really sweet of them. The price, but, um, the price the customer pays has nothing to do with what the driver is paid. Exactly, absolutely right. So all I got to ask myself is why. If you can answer that, well, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Call us, text us, tweet us at Taxi Stand Hour. We've all uh, we've covered all the bases. If you think you can justify driving for Uber. Uh, I, I wonder if, uh, Uber people dot, was it Uber people.net? Uber people.net, uh, yes. Yeah. I wonder if they'd let me go in there and just ask that question and invite them to come onto the show sure. and explain this. Uh, I honestly, honestly, you could do that. The worst that would happen would be one of the moderators would say, you can't advertise your, your show here, but you've got nothing to lose by trying. 
I, I might I may just try. I wish you would. They know me too well there for me to do it. Ah, I see. Hey, listen, coming up on the second hour, amongst all the other uh, uh, question or other tomfoolery we're going to have, I have a burning question that I haven't forgot that I'm going to uh, uh, ask Mr. Van Ness here. I want his opinion on this. I have mine. Uh, and that is, should sex work be decriminalized? Now, uh, don't, uh, that, that is, you will have that question uh, posed to you uh, in the, uh, in the second hour of the taxi stand hour, the biggest mystery known to mankind. <laughs> oh man, let's see what the hell else we got here real quick. You have anything else on uh, uh, Uber there you want to share with us? Oh, I'm sure I do. I just have to, uh, I mean, uh, oh, what's, there was something else. Uh, well, you've got, LAX is joining San Francisco and Boston Logan and uh, and basically telling them telling Uber and Lyft uh, you can't you can't pick up here anymore you got to go to a central parking lot there's no more curbside pickup hmm. yeah you got to take a I think we covered that a little yeah. bit last week. yeah we did we talked about that you're gonna have to take a shell you have to take a shuttle to get to your ground transportation in general it looks like uh i don't know about the taxis but certainly certainly oh, the, uh, right because it was LaGuardia that uh right that the taxis were still uh somewhat uh conveniently located mm, close to La the curbside LaGuardia is nutty right now because they've got massive construction and oh, that's oh right. goodness goodness it is uh, i haven't been there in a few months now uh, when I was in the cab, I, I took a couple of rides there, and I caramba, it, mm. <laughs> it is horrendous, or it was. I don't know what's going on. But, hey, listen, uh, I want to take a time out here real quick just to uh, all right uh, let you know that um, hey, we I understand there's been uh, uh, a shooting. Excuse me, uh, yeah, a shooting in Brooklyn here. Uh, uh, four dead, four dead, and three injured. Uh, and I'll give you the I'll give you the quick story here. New York City police say four people have been killed in a shooting in Brooklyn that also uh, injured three others. A New York uh, an NYPD spokesman says police responding to a call about shots fired just before 7 a.m. Saturday found four men dead at the scene. A woman and two men suffered non-life-threatening injuries. So. Um, yeah, that's just basically, I just happened to see that uh, uh, as I was getting ready this morning. So, of course, oh, we're... It's some sort of social club. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, if you're not familiar with the concept of a social club, basically, it's a, it's an illegal, unlicensed bar. And and they, they stay open, you know, bars close 3, 4 a.m. And this is where other people, that's where you go to continue the night. Uh, mm. I... I I actually worked at one for a little while back in the day. There's a great story. I, the only time I've ever been detained by the police. That's we won't go into that mm. right now. But oh, uh, but why? Uh, it, it it may or may not have something to do with the uh, 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 registered sex workers thing decriminalized. But stay tuned in hour two for that. <laughs> stay tuned in hour two, and I'll explain oh. the connection in hour two. Uh, well. I don't, I don't know wh where where this place is uh some somewhere in Brooklyn. I I'm, I'm looking for the address, but 
Oh. Yeah, we used to call those after hours places up here. They have. Yeah. Any, uh, I got to tell you something. Um, they have uh, the police around here have completely, uh, completely wiped those places out. Uh, but now, if you want to have an after hours type thing, you basically it has to be a house party. And uh, Ed stepped away here for no, no, no. It's here. Oh, it's here. Oh, it's you a, got some long wires on that uh, set I of do. headphones you got. There, I do. Too. Uh, it's saying here that it was an illegal gambling location. So, yeah, I oh, get the, okay. you know. I could see where that could be breeding uh, something, uh, I, I've, unfortunately. I've, I've been in a situation in one of those where there was gunplay. Mm. And uh, the gunplay was directed at the person, one of the people I was there with. Mm. Uh, we had to take him to the hospital. It's a, I will not go into details. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, these things happen. These things happen. So, did you know that the U.S. Uh, military is now the private security guard for Saudi Arabia? I did not know that. You did wait, not know that. Well, wait a second. Is this I, the same U.S. military that has no ammunition? Well, that could be. I uh, hope they find some. But apparently the United States is deploying thousands of additional U.S. forces to Saudi Arabia in the aftermath of the Iran uh, attack on Saudi oil facilities in September. So now what I saw in a tweet, actually, I think I saw it from Trump, if I'm not mistaken, but basically he said, and guess what? The Saudis are paying for it. Can you believe it? The Saudis are actually paying. They're going to reimburse the United States for this. So now basically we are Saudi Arabia's private security force. Let's well, let's, let's shop let's shop out our military to these uh, uh uh thug dictatorships here and I consider I think of Saudi Arabia as uh one of them. But uh yeah, so goody 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 for the US military. So mm-hmm. that is uh that's that's surprising. Uh it doesn't surprise me. It was only a matter of time that because that's that's the way Trump rolls. I'm, it's I'm all being, about, I'm being it's facetious. No. I'm being facetious, oh, you're being, man. Oh I apologize. I didn't catch that. That's yeah, okay. Hey, we we gotta we gotta give you some some uh some good news here, by the way. You're familiar with Dick's sporting goods, are you not? I sure am. Oh, Hey, you know that they're they have uh, destroyed five million dollars worth of assault uh, style rifles. Uh, Good for them. Yeah, I read yeah, that story. Uh, apparently, as they say, it was um, uh, basically because of the mass shooting at uh, Marjorie uh, Stoneman. Uh, excuse me, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School back uh, in Parkland. God, how long ago was that now? That was uh, that a couple, was a couple of years, two and a half years now. Oh wow! Um, Seems like they yesterday. Were, they uh, and of course, uh, you know now the right wingers are. Oh, we're not going to go to Dick's Sporting Goods anymore. You know, hey, listen, they still have other guns available if that's what gets you off. It's just that they've decided that they are not going to sell 
they're not going to sell the uh, assault style rifles anymore. And, uh, and they're also getting rid of the ammunition here, according to this story. So, well, as, as any reasonable person will tell you, there's no need for an avid hunter or sportsman to have an assault rifle. Look, Mm -hmm. I get the visceral thrill of it. I get the uh, uh, testosterone pumping idea of taking out an assault weapon and shooting the living daylights out of things. I get it. I get it. I get a little I get a little stiffy just thinking about it. But that being said, pause for effect. That being said, Uh, it's there's no it's we just don't need them out on the street that's that's for that's for our our military but even they don't need it because as our president said we have no ammunition no ammunition for those bad boys a general (laughs) and not not just a good general the top general who apparently trump doesn't know the name of because that there's only be one top general the best general uh said sir twice sir sir we don't have uh, ammunition well gosh darn it what are we going to do? You know, eh, come on, man. Exactly. <sighs> we don't have ammunition. <sighs> oh, it's, it's exhausting. What else do we have here? It's exhausting oh. for God's sake. Oh, here's one. I just, uh, 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 Donald Trump Jr. said something to, to Kamala Harris about she wouldn't, uh, about her jokes. And she, apparently her response to him was, you wouldn't know a joke if one raised you. <laughs> so you no, you don't not. Oh, let me say it again. She said to Donald Trump Jr. You would not you wouldn't know a joke if one raised you. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was OK. Funny. I thought, it was OK, funny. you know, I, I've, I've come to realize that what uh Tickles your funny bone and what tickles my funny bone have uh, are kind of different, if if you know uh, what I mean, to say the least. Speaking of tickling my funny bone, this also plays into the story about the decriminalizing sex workers and (laughs) really, 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 you really, you really went there. Oh my goodness, I did, I did. Did did you think I would not? Well. Okay. We've been doing this damn hey. show for what? How long now? We've been doing it for a while. I know that my beard has gotten a lot grayer since we started this. Let me let me tell you but. what popped up on the uh, on the randomizer the other day as I was listening. The uh, a, an old uh, blog talk radio show. Wow. Edition episode, I should say, and. Uh, that was we have back. definitely evolved from there, despite we, all the instances of big time professional oh, by, radio. Oh by, oh, by the way, that was uh, uh, Parkland was 2018, not 17. So it's been a year and a half. Uh, my apologies okay. for, for anybody yeah, that might have uh, weren't trying to slight the uh, slight by any. So, hey, listen, uh, I wanted to sh- uh, talk to you about something that. Uh, the right wingers of the right wingers are uh, on uh, AOC again because she mentioned something haircut. about uh, what's that haircut 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 I don't know what that meant but anyways I guess it's time to wrap it up here anyway she was talking quickly she was talking about eliminating prisons okay we'll maybe cover it get into that in the second hour oh that plays Who into know? 
that plays into the sex act thing too. Oh, it's it a does. Big start. Wow. It's a big story. Okay. Anyways, we'll see you on the other side. T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Uncle Remus, so he did. Oh! <laughs> oh, welcome back here to the second hour of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI from the Northern Command Studio where it is still snowing, albeit flurries, but, you know, 
That's so funny to see two perfectly green grass and uh, snowflakes coming down. Anyways, I'm John Shannon. And once again, from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. How Good morning. That? Good morning, kids and kittens. From the 47th floor of the Radio TFI Executive Tower. We are, so, we are high above the weather, and uh, we, we are above the clouds. Everything is beautiful up here on the 47th floor. There's a bluebird on my shoulder. Remus! <laughs> so how did you like that introduction? Did that Was that fit for a king this time? Yeah, kind of. Here, King. Oh. Here, King. <laughs> chat 754-800-2428. If you, uh, if you want to cleanse your palate with us here after the first uh, hour, uh, we will uh, uh, definitely speak to you. Except, uh, except if you're calling during the uh, uh, during the archive there on SoundCloud. Well, then. No matter how hard you try, we're not going to be able to speak to you. But don't give up. But you should always, yeah, you. don't ever give up. And John, I'm really sorry to hear that the weather is not cooperating in the Minneapolis. Yeah, well, look who left and now look what all got all screwed up. By the way, that is now a permanent part of the Taxi Stand Hour board. Oh, yeah, we'll be three years from now. We'll be playing that long after Trump is out of Minneapolis. Yeah, exactly. What do you say? What do do you say? You want to fire this sucker up? What? uh, uh, What? Huh? You want to fire this sucker up? Again, we're going to talk about that sex story later. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. My head was. Come on. Stay with the group. That's part of it, too. He's so he's so excited about the sex work thing that he totally lost control over there. I have, and and I don't want to tell you how, but I have things happening that haven't happened in quite some time. Radio TFI presents the Rosa Mendez Birthday Report, powered by FamousBirthdays.com. Here's your host, John Shannon. Hey, I am just happier to pick a pig and slop here because uh, Mr. Ed Van Ness finally got the proper sponsor on here, or how who we are powered by. He finally got it up there. Now I got to tell him I changed my mind. We're going someplace else. No, 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 not really. I got news for you. I got news for you. At 9.55 this morning, I remembered, holy smokes, I got to change that. <sighs> nothing nothing like... Uh... <laughs> Big time professional radio. That's us. Yeah. Yeah. We are one of the only radio shows in the United States, these United States and Canada, that probably shows you more of our behind the curtain than anybody else. I think that's probably the most fun part of the show or just more of our behinds and again that plays into the story later on yes there you go john who had a birthday this week 
Well, let's see. Again, this is a summary of birthdays from the previous week here, from uh, October 6th right through today, October 12th. Tell us who so, it's powered by. It is powered by Famous Birthdays. No, you didn't do it the way I like. Do it the way I like you to do it. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Hold on. <coughs> powered by... There you go. FamousBirthdays.com. Stiff as a board now. Oh, there you go. I could hammer <laughs> nails now. Oh, my God. <sighs> so. <laughs> now I got some place to hang your hat. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to try to trudge through this. <laughs> uh, Sunday, October 6th. Actually, nobody that we give a damn about had a birthday. Wow. Somebody had to have a birthday. Yeah, I no, couldn't no, find no. a soul. Wait a second. Wait a second. Just, just, just. Hold on a are, second. Are you gonna try to? Are you gonna try to find something? I'm gonna salvage this. Uh, you just vamp there for a second. October sixth birthday. All right, here we go. No, we can't let this go by. Uh, LeBron James Jr., 15 years old. Uh. Who gives a rat's furry ass about LeBron James Jr.? LeBron I can James. Hear about LeBron James. Uh, let's see. Boy, there's really not a lot of. See, these are all these are all young people. Yeah, oh. I know. Nobody that listens to the Taxi Stand Hour. Anyways, oh, actually, so. actually, it took me to uh, FamousBirthdays.com, and I don't know why we. No, I'm a fine summer. Why would it summer. do that? <laughs> On uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm not. I'm not giving up on this. I'm not giving up on uh, this. Tell you George, what, you keep digging. George Westinghouse. Westinghouse. I, I think George Westinghouse is dead, isn't he? Well, I didn't say it was a good birthday. It's 1846. Okay. Uh, uh, Oscar George. No, 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 no. 51st governor of Massachusetts, uh, Frank G. Allen, born in 1874. Uh, uh huh. Now, see, now you got me. Now I got to find somebody that we all know. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you. Uh, I will. I will as soon as I'm done. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. It's, uh, my God. You're right. Uh, Joe Frazier, 1922, former manager of the Boston Red Sox. He's still alive. Is he really? Yeah, he still is. Not to be confused with the boxer. Uh, Britt Eklund, who was a, she was an actress, Swedish, born, uh, 1942. You know Britt Eklund. Fred Travelina. Fred Travelina, a great impressionist, born October 6, 1942. Don't tell me there's nobody born on this day. Uh, well, again, are you going, you're not going outside of famous birthdays for that, are you? I, I am. I had to. Well, then there you go. Well, uh, Tony Dungy. Tony. Tony Dungy of uh, football fame, 1955. Wow. Uh, are you, are Boyle you saying? Boyle Albert Lewis, NFL cornerback. Uh, let's see. Tell me. Elizabeth Shue, all-around cutie, star of uh, Adventures in Babysittings and Cocktails. Oh, now that one. I'm disappointed we missed that. Because yeah, I, see? 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 Okay. I was smitten on her back in the day. Don't, don't you tell me. Amy Jo Johnson, very, very funny actress. Uh, and, and that's, I'll tell you uh, what. 
Rebecca Lobo, WNBA center. She's a famous gal. Jeez. Well, Jeremy. I guess that, I guess your uncle, old Uncle Ed is going to be in charge of judging up the birthdays now. Well, I felt I had to step in. Go ahead, Jim. Well, I appreciate that. I apologize. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> where do we go from here? October 7th. That would be the next day. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyways. Oh, I swear to God, you're so fired. <sighs> Monday, October 7th. Uh, no, I don't even have the I don't even have the gumption to do this anymore. Sure you do. Uh, Power through. Simon Cowell uh, turned sixty years old. Yeah. And your uh, your Cheeto in charge will be happy. I'm sure he sent a wonderful birthday card to Vladimir Putin, who turned sixty seven years old. Da, da, Donny is good. Yeah. I have. I can't 20, do Russian. Tony Braxton turned 52 years old. Did she? Yeah. And then there is John Mellencamp. John Mellencamp. John who Mellencamp. turned 68 years old. No kidding. John Cougar Mellenball. Yeah, there you go. So, now for Tuesday, October 8th, Peter well, Jean Hernandez. Peter Jean Hernandez turned 34 years old. I'll even give you that hint. Uh, 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 no clue. None other than Bruno Mars. Oh, okay. Uptown Funk. There you go. One of Granny Annie's favorites. That, did I tell you that I took uh, Granny Annie to go see Bruno Mars last year? You just did. I did. I thought I told you before then. but No, but you just did. A anyways, moving on. Mick Cannon turned 39 years old. I like him. He's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Damon turned 49 years old on the 8th. Really? Yeah. And then there is Clark Griswold, Griswold himself. Chevy. Chevy Chevy turned 76 years old. God bless him. The yeah. most arrogant son of a bitch ever to set foot on a Saturday Night Live stage. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. Oh, turning now to Wednesday, October 9th, Sigourney Weaver turned 70 years old. Do you believe that one? I, that's, I'm having a little trouble with that one. Yeah. Uh, our old buddy Crocodile Dundee. Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan, 80 years old. Is he now? I saw, a, I saw a photograph of him the other day. He looks every bit of it. He's every day. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and last but not least on the ninth, Jesse Jackson turned 78 years old. Is that all? I honestly thought he was older. Yeah, I, I would have, I would have agreed with that. So moving on to, to Thursday, October 10th, we've got Mario Lopez who turned 46 years old. Yeah. He's too pretty for his own yeah, good. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Brett Favre. Brett Favre turned 50 years old. I almost corrected you on that. Then I remembered, you know exactly how to pronounce that. You're up there, <laughs> up there in the NFC Norris division. My goodness. Tell us his real name now. Brett Favre. It's, he's yeah, got but the, it's spelled. We all it, know that. We all his know. His great, 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 great grandfather just not learn how to pronounce things? I, I, I don't know. But Maybe he just misspelled it. That's Let's not... 
Oh, Dale Earnhardt. Oh, Jr. wait a minute. I, hold on. Old. I got to back up a second. I forgot there for a moment. He also played for your precious purple people eaters. For, yes, was he it did. One, was it one or two years? Two years. Two years. He wound up, uh, he well, if actually playing only a year and a half, uh, he really just got way too injured and just that uh, yeah. things weren't going right. They wound up, uh, I forgot who they wound up replacing him with, but um, yeah, uh, it was nice Teddy, Wasn't it Teddy Bridgewater? Mm, I I don't remember. I'm gonna no. I have I will, to, I'm gonna have to look that up. I will say this just just to when I saw Favre go to the Jets and then on to the Vikings, I felt so bad for him. Because there's a I, I remember when Joe Namath went to the L.A. Rams mm-hmm. and bad knees and all. Look, he had a name and you know, but sometimes. I, you know, I, you just want to see them stop with the team that they made their name with. Just well, stop. yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, that doesn't have well. It's, it's funny because one of our our local legends here in sports, uh, Kirby Puckett, uh, finished his played the, his entire uh, career with the Minnesota Twins, and right. It's, it's funny how you just don't see that much anymore. No, no. Let's move on. Okay. Anyways, I, I think I mentioned that Dale Earnhardt Jr., who is no longer making circles around a track, is 45 years old. How do you call how How do you call auto racing a sport? Uh, I will say this: if you get in one of those cars, first off, if you can get into one of those cars, yeah, no kidding, that ain't okay. happening for me. Now, drive at 200 plus miles an hour in a circle. Or an oval with other cars driving 200 plus miles an hour. All the while, you've got strategy. You've got to know when to pass, when not to pass. I think it's more of a sport than golf is. Golf is a game. Uh, yeah, now I, I will give you that. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, we were talking about Thursday, October 10th. And last but not least, David Lee Roth turned 65 years old. A fantastic entertainer. A, a certified nutball. But mm-hmm. in his day, he was a great entertainer. He, uh, yeah, he he gave you a show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Let's go on to Friday here. Friday, October eleventh. Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Eh, it's not the same. Oh well, pardon me. Let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. Belcalis Marlinus Almazar. Better known as, you're never going to get this. I'm just going to uh, give it to you here. Cardi B. Oh, you're right. You're 100% correct. I would not have gotten that. (laughs) Do you even know who Cardi B is? I do know who Cardi B is. I do know who Cardi (laughs) B is. I'm not a particular fan, but I I am aware of her existence. Well, that's good. At least you're staying up with things here. So Uh, to speak. Joan Cusack. Yeah. Uh, Joan Cusack turned 57 years old. Not her brother, John. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, are they are they indeed relatives? They Indeed they are. I'm shaking my head, yes, because John can see me, but then I realized this is Wadio. Exactly. So. Uh, Steve Young, former, uh, did he play for anybody else other than the Niners? I forget. Uh, well, he played for the LA Express in the old... Uh, 
World League of American Football or the USFL. 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 Okay. Uh, I didn't he go to? No, Montana went to Kansas City. Montana Uh, went to Kansas City. I want to say this. I uh, when I watched when Steve Young won the Super Bowl, he ran around that field like a ten-year-old who had just gotten a hundred dollars for his birthday. It was fantastic mm-hmm. to watch. It really was. It was very heartwarming. Moving on. Ah, moving on. Daryl Hall, 73 years old. Where's Oates? Ah, I don't know. He's. Uh, I don't know. Daryl Hall is sowing his oats, I guess. I, but for, Ooh, very. Out. Look at you. You did a joke and a pun all together. Look at you. <laughs> 73 don't. years old, by the way, if I hadn't mentioned. Don't do it again. I won't, I promise you. Uh, and there's only one here, and please don't go digging after I tell you that. But uh, today, today, the only one I could find on FamousBirthdays.com, okay. Hugh Jackman turned really? 51 years old. That man is a is a human specimen. He can. There's no other person on the planet that can go from action film, superhero, Wolverine, and then do broadway singing and dancing yeah nobody does those two definitely multi-talented oh man i tell you what what else we got sunshine that's it that was the only one for uh sunday saturday october 12th which is today we need a definitive ending for this just that's it just doesn't seem to do it anymore yeah i know but that's all folks yeah I've heard that before. <laughs> hey, well, let, let, let's do this. Let's let's end it with this uh, little over. milestone. All right, go ahead. Uh, do you know that Monty Python's Flying Circus celebrated its 50th anniversary? Yes, this year. Monty Python's Flying Circus. That's, that sounded more Latino than it did. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it was nowhere close to being British. No, you weren't. You were right. You were not even in the same hemisphere. Actually, they they, they celebrated their fiftieth anniversary uh, on the fifth of October. Well, that would have been on last yeah. week's birthday, now, wouldn't it? Well, now we both. You know what? We missed it. We dropped the ball. Not we. we missed it. Not we. Birthday's not my thing. That's yeah, your well. Segment. I, I wasn't thinking about, you know, because we could also go. No, no, through. no. Stop right there. I wasn't thinking. Just stop right there. You've, you've nailed it. Oh, man. Well, you're impossible. How much time we got left here? Yeah, way too much. And I just, I don't have my script. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Prognostication. Are you ready for this? Prognostication. No, I'm not, actually. Yeah, well, I think you've been doing more procrastinating than you have been prognosticating. By, by the way, sir, this is a no-gloating zone, okay? Let's... <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I got a feeling about 15 minutes from now, it's it's not going to be, be good. It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, Safety, Shannon, and I will choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. 
At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. I'm really overdoing the uh, radio voice today, aren't I? Yeah, you sure are. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... Monty Python's Flying Circus. See, the, you are no better than I was with that. I'm it's sorry. John and Ed versus the spread. Gotcha. Darn it. So, let's recap last week. It yeah, didn't let's. go well. It didn't go well for uh, for your boy. I uh, I managed the one and two record. John squeaked ahead a couple more games. Uh, he went two and one. Uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Last, I have my paperwork here. I have all my scripts. Uh, help me. Help me, Gilchrist. So last week overall, oh, that leaves us uh, uh, John at 11 and four, me at eight and seven. I'm three games behind. We can make off that ground this week. Last week overall, oh, for, for for last week for my personal picks, I went eight and seven, and for the season, not counting this past Thursday night, I'm 44 and 42. I'm just not having the greatest year. But <sighs> so here we are, week six. I have mm-hmm. to pick up three games. What John doesn't realize is that I'm lulling him into a false sense of security. I'm going to let him get ahead here. And then, okay. in the last couple of weeks of the season, especially that final week when we pick all the games, there's 16 games to choose from, a lot of time to make up this ground. And I'm just going to pow! One right in a kisser. What do you think of them apples? Wake up, wake up. We're still doing the show, Ed. Ma, five more minutes. <laughs> five more minutes. All oh. right, who's your, who's your first pick there, Sunshine? Well, of course, you know I'm going with my formula here of uh, the Vikings and the Chiefs. Um, so, I, I know, no surprise here. Uh, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Beagles are indeed... Uh, uh, visiting us here in where, where's that city again? In Minneapolis. Yeah, that that's the one. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles are visiting our Vikings, where the Vikings are three-point favorites. That actually kind of surprised me a little bit. So obviously, Danny Sheridan knows something I don't. I'm going to go with it. So I'm going to take the Vikings giving up three points. Danny Sheridan knows a lot of things you don't. Well, that's probably true. Maybe right. even about uh, about uh, football. Maybe even about uh, uh, or Spit it out, boy! If you're not uh, gonna swallow it, spit it out. Oh, moving on. Moving on. With a with a with an urgent need to make up ground this week. I, uh, I have a formula. So we're going to start off taking them Cincinnati Bengals, getting 10 points over the Baltimore, formerly Cleveland Brown. I was about to say Baltimore Orioles, Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. So I'm, take, I'm taking the Bengals, getting 10 points. John? Well, my Kansas City Chiefs kind of let me down. I guess they let a lot of people down here uh, last week. Yeah, how about that? 
I, I can't believe that the Colts handed it to him. But uh, oh that? yeah, I I think it had a little something to do with the fact that uh, uh, my buddy there, Patrick Mahomes, uh, got a little dinged up in that Excuses. game. He just wasn't quite. Excuses. Well, hey, but they work. It was true. Moving but anyways, uh, they are hosting those Houston Texans uh, where the Chiefs are getting, uh, or excuse me, where the Chiefs are a seven-point favorite. I'm going to take those Chiefs and, um, and uh, minus seven points here. By All the way, right. the Chiefs used to be known as the Texans, if you didn't know. if you I did know that. The Dallas Texans. Right, exactly. Lamar Hunt, for whom the AF, AFC uh, Championship Trophy is named, uh, yeah. was instrumental. He he got that team in Dallas. He started the AFL. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. So, my part two of my plan this week is I went with Cincinnati, who was the biggest dog of the week. And now I'm, I'm going with undefeateds as far as the point spreads go. Okay. So so here we have them San Francisco 49ers visiting the LA Rams. Niners mm. get Niners getting four points. Your old Uncle Ed taking them there, Niners. John. So the Niners are getting four going into Los Angeles? Indeed. But they're undefeated as far as the points go. There you go. So here's the surprise pick of uh, the week. Can let me and- can I, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go right ahead. You're going to take the Dolphins getting five points over Washington. Wow. You are damn good. You, when you're good, you're good. Yes, indeed. The Redskins are visiting the Dolphins. The Dolphins are five-point dogs. I think it's about time that the Dolphins actually act like a football team. So I'm going to take those Dolphins. Uh getting five points god bless you sir god bless you <laughs> by the well, way it's, was... a, it's a battle of the owen fives <laughs> neither something's one of them has gotta won a give. Game. something's gotta give this is gonna be a tie it's the game's you know it's gonna end in a tie finally another team that is uh not lost versus the spread this year uh your your favorite the motor city kitties Motor City Kitties. They visit the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field this week and are getting six points. Your old Uncle Ed has taken the, the Lions, getting them their six points. So to recap, John Shannon is taking his Vikings, giving up three points at home. Kansas City giving up seven points at home. And huh, my Miami Dolphins uh, getting five points at home. God bless you, sir. Well, Uncle- hey, if they let me down, I'll never pick them. I'll never pick them again. So. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Prepare to be let down. Your yeah, old Uncle Ed here is taking uh, uh, the Bengals visit Baltimore and get 10 points. I'm taking those Bengals. Uh, 49ers at the Rams getting four points. Your Uncle Ed's taking them. Taking the Niners. And finally, uh, I'm, I'm taking the Detroit Lions getting six points over Green Bay. Uh that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. And remember, kids and kittens, as always, if you're using this segment of our show so that you can go out and bet real money on the games, 
man, have you got you got bigger problems than I do, and that's well, saying something. Let me let me add a disclaimer to that, though, if I may. You may. If you picked, if if you went with me on these picks. Oh fuck. <laughs> You'd be doing pretty good right now. <laughs> nice job there, sir. I almost said the <laughs> I, I said half the F word on the air. You said three quarters of the F word man, on the air. Man, that's <laughs> man. Oh, oh good job. Oh, I'm good going job. to hell now. I'm going to hell now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and let me confirm. Oh, you're going straight to hell for oh, that one. Yeah, there's no stopping. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So I'm really shocked. You... I, I, I'm as soon as you started saying it, I knew you would pick the Dolphins. I knew you were going with that game. I don't yeah, think you know. I don't think you know why you went with that game, but you went with it anyway. And again, you're a, well. Hey, you're, what can I say? So. What do you say we jump into this with both feet? That's not how we usually do it, but okay. What do you mean that's not how we usually do it? That's not, it was a joke. Move on. Oh. Move on. I hate to tell you. Yeah, you're right. Our funny bones. Oh, never mind. Jesus, oh, by the way, the, by the way, did I play the Elizabeth Warren clip? No, we didn't. No, give us no. that real quick. Oh, I have to play that. Uh, somebody, Elizabeth Warren was at a town hall this week and uh, a gentleman got up and asked this question I, I just find this we both find this hilarious let's say you're on the campaign trail and you're I approached have you have <laughs> <been>. yes. <laughs> and, a, and a supporter approaches you and says senator i'm old-fashioned and my faith teaches me that marriage is between one man and one woman what is your response well i'm going to assume it's a guy who said that <laughs> and i'm going to say then just marry one woman <laughs> I'm cool with that. Assuming you can find one. Oh, that poor guy was left with uh, how many eggs in his face? Well, well, she was she was talking about this hypothetical man. Now she wasn't saying it to the person that asked the question, but, you know, anyway. Well, but obviously, well, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see the uh, the clip, so I, I don't know if he was speaking as in speaking for somebody else. No, he was speaking just speaking hypothetically. Hypothetically. Okay. All right. <sighs> so, God, we still got 25 minutes of this nonsense. Yes. Well, and we've got, hey, listen, if we wind, this winds up being a, a five- minute segment i still got more okay where the hell are you going now for crazy sake I, I need to check on something that you don't need to see oh <laughs> as as we're getting ready to talk about the world's oldest profession here he's gonna go check something uh, I hmm. go ahead things that make you go hmm so anyways i ran a, i actually stumbled into this story a couple weeks ago uh Prostitution has been called the world's oldest profession, but outside a handful of counties in Nevada, it is illegal in the USA. A movement is now gaining traction to decriminalize uh, sex work. 
the city council in Washington, D.C., and the New York State Legislature. Hey, it's in New York. Hey, it's in New York. Hey, hey, it's got to be good if it's in New York. (laughs) The state (sighs) legislature are considering separate decriminalization bills. Under decriminalization, selling and buying sex would still be illegal, but would carry no criminal penalties. Uh, Several Democratic candidates for president, including Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, and Cory Booker, said they would consider decriminalizing sex work nationwide. Oh, my God. Oh, you're going straight to hell for that one. Okay, yes, I've worn that clip out just a little bit here. Um, So, uh, laws concerning prostitution vary widely between counties, between countries, excuse me, with some banning it entirely and others treating it as a completely legal uh, industry. Uh, some places, including Canada, use what's known as the Nordic model, which in which selling is sex is allowed, but buying it is still illegal. Hmm. Well, there, there you go. So anyways, now, uh, my old, uh, our old governor up here, uh, Jesse Ventura is, is one that is on the record saying that, uh, prostitution should be completely legal, uh, for whatever reason. Now, I, I want to go first here real quick, and then I, of course, want your opinion. Okay. But, uh, listen, I know there are issues as far as, uh, as far as sex trafficking, illegal sex trafficking, uh, involve, and in a lot of cases involving minors and, and what have you. So, the whole idea of decriminalization, I hate to say it isn't going to work either. You're going to have to completely legalize it where you it's regulated. The, uh, the workers, if you will go through stringent, uh, health uh, screenings and what have you. It is, it is just like the legalization of marijuana where, uh, it is legalized. It is, uh, taxed and it is regulated like you would not believe. So, um, but they're talking here in New York and Washington, D.C. about uh, decriminalization specifically. So, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea. You either got to go big or go home on this one, I'm afraid. Tapping out. That's it? That's all you got? That's all I got. I wanted to leave plenty of room for your opinion. Well, there's always plenty of room for my opinion. I own the damn station. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Decriminalization. I, I agree with you to that point that go big or go home. But now, and as much as I should have, I did not research this topic this week. I should have. Honestly, I didn't think he'd bring it back up. I thought he'd forget about it. Are anyway. Who, oh, me? Joke about something? Are you? Are you kidding me? Yeah, there you go. You're right. Absolutely. So, so the first thing I would like to know is, I would like to see what, uh, from places like the counties in Nevada and Amsterdam mm-hmm. and other places that have legalized sex workers. And I, I don't want to use the word prostitution. Uh, it just, mm-hmm. it, that has a real bad connotation. Uh, I am for, if, if we're going to talk about 
full-blown legalization where mm-hmm. you are where uh, the the sex workers and not just women it's men as well very good point you 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 are licensed you are registered you are uh your health is monitored on a regular basis mhm uh your safety is is looked out for Look, there are a lot of people for a variety of reasons, a variety of legitimate reasons, that being intimate just doesn't work for them. They don't, they're not able to uh, meet up with somebody or make a connection. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's easier just for that physical bonding, if you will, that physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's just easier to have a business transaction, a very sterile, if you will. Uh, look, when I when I want a, a loaf of bread, I don't need to bake it myself. Mm-hmm. I can go out and buy it. Now, I'm also counting on the government here to make sure that that loaf of bread is healthy and I'm not going to get sick from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. there, is, there is definitely, wait a minute, you tapped out. Stand by. Okay. I just was just getting ready to answer you, but go ahead. I didn't ask a question. I'm still getting ready to answer you. <laughs> it's irrelevant if you ask the question. I'm going to give you an answer. Exactly. Now you sound like me. But <laughs> so, so is there a place for this? There absolutely is. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to change illegal or unlicensed workers from doing their thing. Heck, how many shade tree mechanics are out there uh, mm-hmm. doing doing work, um, fixing people's cars? Maybe they're doing a fine job. Maybe they haven't got the first flipping clue what they're doing. Right. But, but people will still go to them thinking they're going to save a dollar. And you're still, you're always going to have that. But now if you legalize it and regulate it, the, the sex worker industry. Mm-hmm. Now, as a consumer, you have a, a real choice. You can say, I'll go over here to Big Bob's uh, Boinky Palace. <laughs> That's a trademark name, by the way. Uh, and at least I know what I'm getting. I'll be in a clean environment. Uh, mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Everything is safe. A- and... Mm-hmm. Let's face it, this is not going away. Uh, people selling right their bodies there. is not going away. We will not regulate it out of existence. It ain't going to happen. As long as two people can meet up in a dark hallway, this business will still still exist. I don't yeah, need all, – all I need is a, is a small bathroom, and we're good to go. You know. Mm-hmm. A telephone booth, uh, the 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 last row of an airplane. I can I can rattle off hundreds of places where I've had. I mean, where you could have. <laughs> yeah, this is true. So, uh, so I'm getting to my answer. So the question is, what do I think of? Should sex workers, sex work, be decriminalized? No. It should not. 
Mm. It should be legalized. Yes. Because no matter whether you agree with it or not, whether you believe that, you know, people are going to hell for doing this, I got news for you, kids and kittens. Half the people going on business trips. Look, I was a nighttime cab driver for a long, long time, and we used to have our little places. Yeah, that was one of those. Uh, <laughs> that was one of those places where that transaction could take place. By the way, no, no, I'm not even talking about the social clubs. I'm talking about we had little brothels. Yeah, yeah, and right, and the first thing, first, as often as not, they come out of the bars, the nightclubs, whatever. Hey, dude, where where can I find a hooker? Well, first off, you don't want anything off the street, and if you do, I don't want to talk to you. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, so let's eliminate that. Let's uh, let's make sure that uh, people are going to be safe and they're going to. Uh, John, uh, I'm about to lose you on the oh, okay, well, on the video. I'll, okay, that's we'll we'll take care of that. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, I guess I can, I can go ahead, Ed. No, you can still hear me. Uh, yeah. No, it, again, it should be completely legalized and and not yeah. just decriminalized. Decriminalizing it will still have people, you're not giving them the real choice of, uh, let me let me do this the right way. You're, you're, you're just mm-hmm. playing with them. And, yes. Uh, now the argument that uh, that the sex workers have, uh, say, current laws make them vulnerable to violence and harassment, sure. while doing nothing to curb the demand for buying sex. Uh, decriminalizing prostitution, they say, will create a legitimate marketplace that would put nefarious actors like pimps and traffickers out of business. Uh, others make the case that sex work is a legitimate profession that should be afforded the rights and protections of all other jobs. Well, if that's the case, then legalize it. Don't because decriminalizing it isn't going to take these nefarious players out of uh, out of the game, like they say here. Uh, you're still going to have pimps and traffickers. All the only thing that the police will be able to do is basically, if they catch you, they break it up. They, you can't go to you can't uh, go to jail for it anymore. But you can be harassed. You can. Uh, you know, you've already given your, uh, uh, you've already given the sex worker the money. Now the cop knocks on the window and says, "Okay, let's break it up. Let's let's go on here." Here's your ticket. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't uh, if it's decriminalized. You even can't you can't even get a ticket well, unless well, see, you decide to. Right. Well, there 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 will be you know some kind of fine. It's not legalized. It's decriminalized. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you look what you want to do. You want to get rid of the, uh, the women standing out on the street and some dude walking up and saying, excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Very good, sir. Thank you. Uh, no, I, uh, I love Canada's approach to it. <laughs> the Nordic model selling sex is allowed, but buying it is buying still it free. is not. Yeah. Huh? What? Hey, that uh, can I rent it? What do they say about 
Did That's really all you're doing anyways, if you think about it. That's really all you're doing with anything in life, sir. You're you're just yeah. passing through. I could so. talk I could talk about the other side again if you like. Nah, we won't do that. That's boring. I know. <laughs> so No, I I I I think that uh maybe decriminalizing is a good first step, maybe. Uh, but you're go- there's still ha- going to have to be some regulations. There's still going to have to be some guidelines to that if they're, you're indeed going to do that. Um, I disagree with I you. Think- Pardon me? I disagree. Okay. Present your case, sir. Legalize it or stop. Well, well okay. Decriminalizing it, again, doesn't really help. It doesn't change much of anything. Mm-hmm. Other than it, it, it doesn't clog up the the judicial system as much, but as far as the mm-hmm. workers are concerned, it changes nothing for them, because you're still in the same same situation, basically. Yeah, well, you can make the argument that uh, that where the where uh, marijuana is is now legal and endorsed and what have you, the first step really was decriminalizing. But you're talking about two entirely different things here. Well, you may be right. Two entirely different things. If I choose to smoke weed, that's my choice, and the weed's not going to fight me on it. The weed's not mm-hmm. going to pull a blade on me. The weed is not going to rob my wallet. Well, but the weed could also be laced with uh, uh, other various uh, chemicals. or No question. No question. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can draw similarities to it. You can, you can but... But in and of itself, no, this, this is a completely different argument because we're talking about human beings here uh, yeah. as, as, as the product, okay? Mm-hmm. And we want these people to have full control over how and what they do. Now, yes. I mean, we were independent contractors. You are, I was, independent mm-hmm. contractors. How we operated was entirely up to us. When we worked, how we worked. And mm-hmm. sex workers should be afforded the same benefit. If they don't want to, for whatever reason, uh, work that day. Look, there's nothing wrong with renting space, you know, like a barber shop or mm-hmm. a taxi cab. They rent the space. You go to Big Bob's Boinky Palace and they have rooms set up uh, for, for all the ladies and gentlemen. And you you pay them excellent, whether it's a flat rate, a commission, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. uh, everything's above board, it's taxed, it's, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You have recourse. If you go in and you find out your wallet's been stolen, well, now you know who to go to. True. You know, there, there's no, and again, if somebody doesn't want to work that day, if for whatever reason, you know, uh, then that's up to them. And they have mm-hmm. the option. They don't have Clyde the pimp, you know, making them stand out in the middle of the freezing cold mm-hmm. uh, to try and generate business. Uh, it's there's so much wrong with the way it's done today. Now there there are plenty plenty of people out there who really really like sex, okay, mm-hmm. and it'd be ideal for them. This is what they want to do. Hey, have at it. Have at it. How about this for a for a theory? Do you think that uh, if if uh, 
sex workers, if it was out in the open, if it was legalized out in the open and what have you, do you think that the number of sexual assaults uh, on women on, or on men for that matter, uh, do you think it would go down? Do you think that it would uh, lower that number? I, I have my doubts at one point in time, I might've thought so, but I really do have my doubts on that. It's been shown overwhelmingly and demonstrated in, in uh, over the years that sexual assaults and rapes have very little to do with sex. Very it's about control. About exactly. control, yeah. Exactly. So that's why, like I said before, I thought that uh, I thought that might have been the case, but I I do I do doubt that uh, now. Um, but well, you know what it does do though. However, uh, this poor I remember hearing a story that, about a guy that got hauled into uh, hauled to jail for um, uh, uh, well, what should I say assaulting what was it again oh I think it, I believe he sexually assaulted a uh, a, a teenage girl okay and um, you know when asked well you know uh, why you know what made you do this and the guy basically said well you know I, you know, I'm a lonely old man. I, you know, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He really didn't say this, but in essence, he couldn't get the dog to play with him if he tied a bone around his neck. Right. Yeah. So, but you know what? I'm just kind of unlucky. I've been in here in front of uh, this court on several occasions on, on prostitution charges when all I'm really trying to do is satisfy a, 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 basic human need well and again and that's what i was saying earlier there are people out there who you know for whatever reason okay whatever the reason may be they're not in a committed relationship or any kind right. of relationship okay and sometimes it's easier just to whip out the old credit card again when i want a pizza i don't make the pizza i go to someplace that will do it for me and i mm -hmm. don't have to have I don't have to invest in a pizza oven and all that good stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is simple commerce. Someone has a product or a good that they want to sell or provide. They have a service to provide. That's mm -hmm. all it is. To me, it's no different than walking a dog walking service, a chauffeur service or anything like that. A hairdresser, you have something that I'm willing to pay you for and we do it in a safe and controlled environment. Do you know that there are actually uh, uh, cuddling services out there? Somebody actually comes yeah. to your home. Yes, I've seen that. I'm. Uh, I think you're big. Yeah, uh, that's begging for trouble. Think so? Oh, I know so. Are you kidding why, me? Come on, now, come on. You mentioned it, so why do you think? All that? right, so so you're sitting there, you're lying there cuddling. Everything is great. Next thing you know, mm -hmm. a hand slips into a place it may or may not have gone. Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, the and then begin. you ask yourself, okay, this cuddling service is uh, is legal. How do we know? And I don't know one way or another. How how do we know that this isn't just a storefront for you go. more nefarious uh, activities to begin with? So. Exactly. You don't. That's just it. Uh -huh. You don't. And how many people are going to call this service thinking, wink, wink, yeah, come on and cuddle me. Wink, wink. Uh, exactly. Meantime, the, the young lady or the person, whoever shows up, is like, oh, I'm just here to cuddle with you. Hey, hey, you're going to put what? Where? <laughs> 
That's can I stick my finger in your belly button? Mm. Oh, is <laughs> that what we're calling a finger. belly button now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not my belly button. That's not my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were going somewhere with that. It's I well, was, you, yes. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight if you have an opinion on this. Um We'd actually love to hear it. It, 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 as long as you agree with us. You could also send us a text to that uh, very same number if you so desire. <sighs> and also, also, if you have an opinion on why John keeps doing the funny stuff when that is clearly my domain. Okay, we'll give you that. We got anything <laughs> more on this? you have anything who more you, to add to this Who are you calling a moron? Uh, well, if it might've been a Freudian slip, but you know, if the shoe fits, well, well if the foo shits wear it, that's an old joke. <laughs> hey, hang on. That's twice today. I had to do myself. That's twice mm. today. Uh, yep, there you go. I'll, I'll make a professional radio host out of you yet. There's a great joke that goes with that punchline, by the way. Uh, mm. so anyway, uh, no, Hey, look, uh, if somebody wants to. Look, it's no different than than strippers, okay? Dancers in a strip club. Mm -hmm. These are young ladies. Let's face it. For the most part, it's young. Yeah, you have the male, the Chippendales type thing too. But for the most part, and most of them realize, look, I've got a great figure right now. I'm hot. People want to pay to see my clothes off, see me dance with my clothes off. A lot of these young ladies... A lot of these young ladies take advantage of this time in their life because they realize it ain't going to look like this forever. And they're also, it pays to, for them to go to school, whatever. Granted, nobody's touching them. Uh-huh. And there is a difference there, but the same basic logic applies. I have something here, a commodity that people are willing to pay for. They're willing to pay to look at it. They're willing to pay to touch it. And if I'm okay with it, let's make it legal. So I can make mm-hmm. a couple of couple of damn dollars off of it, like Steamboat Willie. Have you ever seen? Uh, well, you've been to Vegas. I don't I know if you've ever been into a strip club in Las Vegas. No, I have not. Oh, but uh, it's funny because I would um, I would see this the one pop real popular strip club there in Vegas. It uh, I don't even know if it's still in business or not because now it's been a while. But Olympic Garden. Uh, there in Vegas. You should see some of the dancers would come out of there and they'd get into these big uh, escalades. And, yeah. uh, oh, they and make money. They, oh, make money. They, they, they make an obnoxious amount of money. But yes, you know what? Do. Hey, that's on them uh, as I, far as I'm concerned. I used to drive uh, any number of these young ladies home in the camp. Uh-huh. And many, many of them were just, hey, I'm going to school. This I'm making, I'm making 300 bucks a night. I can clear a grand a week working a couple of nights a week, mm-hmm. you know, for shaking my ass. And, uh, you know, look, it, 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 it served a purpose. And, you know, I, I look good for you. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. They pay me Quick, to keep my clothes on. Yeah, there you go. Me too. And rather well, I might say. Uh, real quick. Uh, Nah, we don't have time for this. Maybe some other time. 
it looks like it's time to say goodbye here. So once again from, oh, it stopped snowing, not even flurry. Nice. I'm John Shannon. Adios. See ya. <laughs>